Welcome to Trauma and Pop Culture, a monthly podcast where we seek to make knowledge about trauma accessible to the everyday person through analyzing books, movies, TV shows, and other elements of popular culture through a trauma lens. I'm Katherine Spearing, and I'm a trauma recovery coach. I also have a master's degree in religion and cultures and work with survivors of trauma on a regular basis. A word about popular culture. This could be material from modern times, like a Taylor Swift song, or it could be something really old that has retained its relevance over time, like Shakespeare. On most of the episodes on trauma and pop culture, I'll be bringing other mental health professionals into the conversation, but occasionally it'll just be me. While we will be sharing general information about trauma, we are not diagnosing anyone, which is one of the reasons we'll likely stick to fiction most of the time. Please be advised that every discussion assumes everyone has listened to or read or watched said popular item. Expect spoilers around every corner. Occasionally, we'll record these episodes while drinking or eating, so you'll often hear us discuss our food and beverage choices. Just wanted to give you a heads up. If you have questions about trauma or a show or movie or anything you think would be great to analyze, send it to traumaandpopculture at gmail.com. As I mentioned, I am a trauma recovery coach who also works with clients one-on-one. If you're interested in working with me, you can visit my website, katherinespearing.com slash coaching for more information and use the contact form to reach out. While you're on my website, you can sign up for my monthly mailing list, where I'll send out more tidbits about trauma, what popular culture stories I have found helpful on my own trauma recovery journey, plus a few other things you might enjoy. While the tone of this podcast is mostly lighthearted and fun, we will be discussing trauma. There might be some elements that are activating, especially if you're a trauma survivor. So move slow, take care of yourself. If you find yourself overwhelmed, you can always take a break and come back later. Today's episode is probably going to be short, considering the book Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin is a very large book, or fairly large book. So this book is not a book about trauma uh, or where trauma is central to it. But it is a book about how trauma is a part of our humanity and is one of the things that makes up our lives and determines the sort of person we become. This book is ultimately about humanity and it just explores who we become because of the people that we know the people who mistreat us, the people who treat us well, the people we love, the people that ended up raising us, the tragedies that we have no control over, the traumas that occur because of choices that we make. It is a very human book, if I could say anything. And I believe that the trauma is handled in this way that incorporates it into the story of humanity as opposed to being the focal point of humanity. It's a story about creation. This is a story of three gamers who game and then also create games and develop their own company and end up inventing all these games. There's this huge creative part of it and exploration of what it means to be a creative and putting your blood, sweat, and tears into your creation that really does become basically another child. The creation becomes like this other being that these people create together. And that part is really cool. 
And the way that it incorporates trauma into that is there are a lot of tragedies in the story, specifically to one of the characters named Sam, who experiences trauma very, very early on in his life, multiple traumas very early on in his life, and then kind of experiences traumas as he goes on as a result of the traumas from his childhood. And he says something after one of the characters, Sadie's, experiences a pretty significant loss. And he says to her, just keep creating. You take that pain and you put that into your creation and it makes your creation better. And it's really cool that he names that his own tragedy has made his creation better. And that is something that I think a lot of artists who are also survivors of trauma will say is that the pain allowed them to tap into a space in their humanity that they would never have been able to access if they hadn't experienced tragedy, if they hadn't experienced loss, if they hadn't experienced grief, if they hadn't experienced mistreatment or sidelining or silencing or powerlessness, uh, that makes their work stronger. I'm not saying that someone who does not have major traumas in their life or any traumas in their life can't create, but I would say that of the folks that I have read who've experienced significant trauma, they are able to access a place and a space in their humanity that folks that haven't gone through such things aren't able to access. I am the last person that will say it is because of these terrible things that they became a good writer. I don't think that that is the case. I think that you can still be a great creator and a great artist without tragedy. It's not a requirement. But I do think that a lot of times folks with trauma migrate to art as a form of working out their pain and dealing with their pain. There's a paragraph at the end of the book that I'm going to read as you listened to in the intro. There are spoilers in in the episode, so don't ever listen to the episode without having experienced the the piece of pop culture that we are analyzing. Or if you don't care to have spoilers, this isn't necessarily a spoiler, but it is uh, kind of describes sort of the theme of the book. Sadie looked up at the building. She imagined a child, Sam, gazing out the window at her. He is perfect and unmarked, like her own daughter. But if Sam hadn't been as traumatized as Sadie now realized he had been, would he have pushed them so hard? Would Sadie have been the designer she became without Sam's ambitions for them? And would Sam have had those ambitions without the childhood trauma? She didn't know. The work had been hers, yes, but it had equally been his. It had been theirs, and it wouldn't have existed without the both of them. This was a tautology that had only taken her the better part of two decades to understand. So it is exploring the question of, would I be the person that I am today if it hadn't been for the trauma, if it hadn't been for the tragedy, if it hadn't been for these specific stars aligning at this specific space and time that caused these specific people to meet at this point in time. There's a ton of exploration of that uh, in in the book. And uh, what I would like to impart to trauma survivors who are who are reading this is a lot of times we, we 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 can it's hard for us to imagine like what our lives would be like if we 
hadn't had that trauma and if we hadn't had those experiences. And I think about this often of just like, what would my life be like right now if I hadn't had these horrible things that had happened to me as a child and as a teenager and as an adult? Like, who would I be without those things? And the reality is a lot of those things really did shape who I am. And, and not in this like, oh, it made me stronger. And what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I hate that phrase. I hate that phrase. <laughs> it's, I hate that cliche. I don't think that we should use that cliche ever again, simply because it's just problematic in so many, in so many ways. I just, I don't think bad things should happen to people. And I actively work to, to help people recover from the bad things that happen to them and wish all the time that these bad things didn't happen. Yet at the same time, there is this reality that those things help to shape us. And my encouragement to survivors is to allow space for those things to shape us, but also create space for other things to shape us, for love to shape us, for relationships to shape us, for the act of creation itself to shape us, for joy to shape us, for happiness to shape us and not let the trauma be the only thing that shapes us. It is naive to think that the, that the trauma will not impact us and not shape us and not uh, determine certain courses of action in the future that will not determine how we interact with certain people, how we interact with certain spaces, how we create the jobs we choose it's unrealistic to think that that trauma will not impact us and impact our future and change us. And, and many trauma survivors, especially if there's a, a one-time traumatic event, when there's before the trauma and then there's after the trauma, a lot of times trauma survivors will say, I, will, I don't, I have been changed completely. I will never go back to being the way that I was. This has completely altered my life. That is a real experience. But it's not the only thing that has happened in our lives. We can have other things help shape us. And it's part of our recovery process to hold that trauma as real, but also hold that trauma as just a part of our story and not our whole story. And I would say that that's probably the space I'm in right now in my own healing journey of, yes, this trauma happened and it was very significant and it consumed a huge part of my life but I'm in a season now where I'm able to take back a lot of that story and create a lot of that story myself. And it's no longer the only thing defining me. And it's not the only thing that ever defined me. There are so many other things that happened in my life that are good and beautiful and experiences that I will have with me forever. It's not just the trauma. The trauma is real, but it's not the only thing. And it's a, it takes, uh, just patience and compassion and time to get to that place where we can surface and see there is more to my life than just this tragedy. There's more to my life than just this very difficult thing that happened. And I would say that that is something that these characters in the book Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow learn together. Great story, great book, highly recommend it. Probably one of the better books I have ever read in my entire life. And as I have said before on this podcast, I'm a book snob. So <laughs> high praise from me to say, this is one of the better books that I've read in my entire life. So pick it up, enjoy it if you haven't read it. 
and I wish you all the best in finding the other things alongside your trauma that have made you who you are today.